some things that should not have been forgotten were lost. History became legend. Legend became myth. Galadriel, the Lord of the Rings. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at a favorite topic, myths, but not in the way we normally do. I'm going to warn you at the outset, I'm going to be rambling a bit. And for some of you, as this episode veers into the world of religion, you may not be interested in it at all, but I hope you'll stay with me because I think there's some interesting things that we're going to talk about. Now, we've done episodes debunking myths about wars, about historical figures, even about holidays. But where's the line between myth and history, revisionist and otherwise? Are myths always a bad thing? I think the answer to that is no, for a simple reason. Not all myths spring from an attempt to change history to favor one group, person, or viewpoint over another. In the case of our oldest myths, namely the ones about gods, the origins of the universe, the explanation of natural phenomenon, and basically what it all means in the grand scheme, people needed them and still need them because people need a way to make some sense of the world around them. And understand this. What we enlightened denizens of the 21st century see as quaint or silly or even barbaric myths were beliefs held as strongly by our ancestors as we hold our own religious views today. Zeus was as real a presence to the ancient Romans as Jesus is to a modern-day Pentecostal in Alabama. Now, if you're a Christian, you'll certainly protest that while the Greek and Roman myths were clearly superstitions, there's hard evidence for Jesus and your beliefs about him. Fair enough. Would you say the same if you'd been born and raised in India or Saudi Arabia or Nepal? What you, as a Christian, see as myth or simply error if you're particularly arrogant is held as fact by the Hindu, the Muslim, or the Buddhist. We all need something to get us through the night, whether a belief in God or science or the novels of Susan Sontag. God help you if it's the last one. But wait, this is a podcast about history, you say. Why the foray into religion? Well, because many, perhaps most, of our oldest beliefs about history are intertwined with religion. And I'm not just talking about creation stories. I'm talking about a view of the past that influences our individual and national behaviors today. Let me give you just a couple examples. Let's start with one of the most famous, quote, myths of all time, the Trojan War. Most of us learned about the Trojan War not by reading the Iliad, but through the condensed version in Edith Hamilton's classic book on mythology. From the outset, the Trojan War is linked to the machinations of the Greek gods, yet archaeology in the 19th and 20th century proved that there was indeed a city of Troy that was destroyed at about the time Homer indicates. Over the millennia, history became legend, and then myth. 
The main reason, of course, was that history was transmitted orally rather than in writing. This enabled the move from fact to fable to happen at an accelerated pace. Yet the myth ultimately preserved the history for us. Now let's cross the Mediterranean for another major world event that happened at roughly the same time, around 1300 BCE. The exodus of the Israelites from Egypt under Moses. An odd contradiction of history is that while it took 3,000 years for us to discover that Troy was real, it took roughly the same amount of time before scholars, and I mean serious scholars here, began to question the actual historicity of the Exodus. After all, there's scant historical evidence of the Exodus, and while it's true that the ancient Egyptians would not have been in any rush to commemorate such a humiliating defeat in stone monuments, there should at least be as much evidence as there is for Troy. But there's not. The difference in this case, as in many like it, is that the Bible survived, and survives still, as a record billions of people accept, on faith, as historically accurate, while Homer was just a dude telling cool stories. But why did the Bible, specifically the Old Testament, survive as an accepted record of history? I mean, numerically speaking, the Jews were, and still are, a very small group relative to their historical impact. The answer to that, of course, is Christianity. Jesus was a Jew, after all, and the movement that flourished after him saw him as the fulfillment of the long history of the Jewish people, including the events of the Exodus. As Christianity became, through means both religious and political, the dominant religion of the Western world, it was necessary for the events of the Old Testament to all be seen as historically true, to the point of medieval historians dating the age of the earth from their calculations of the creation story in Genesis. If any of the accounts were myth, people to this day believe, then the whole thing comes tumbling down like a house of cards. This is why across the globe today, you'll find people who believe in a talking snake, but reject the existence of the dinosaurs. Now don't get me wrong here. I am not in any way trying to say that Jesus was a myth. There's ample historical evidence outside the Bible to support his life, death, and even his resurrection. I consider myself a Christian, but God gave us the ability to think and reason, to be able to separate stories told to teach a moral lesson from actual historical events. Those who demand, for example, a literal six days of creation, contrary to all the scientific evidence available, have fallen into an all-or-nothing mindset that's simply untenable. To say that all of the Bible, or the Quran, or the Upanishads must be true, or none of it's true, is the argument of a toddler. From the flood narratives that exist in every culture, Gilgamesh was written before Noah, to end times predictions of a final battle between good and evil, the religious stories, myths if you will, from the Greek to the Norse to the Christian, are there to guide us through what is still an often dark and scary world. There's real history in all of it, because these stories are, each in their own way, the history of us, of what we believe, and of who we are. In that sense, the myths matter as much as the history. But we need to recognize the difference. Otherwise, we do stupid things, like go to war over them. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.